Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. My name is Linda Vino, and I will be your host for today. The title of our devotion is Saints and Brutes, and our scripture verse is from Psalm 119, verse 151. Now, that's an interesting title for a devotion that J.I. Packer coined from Richard Baxter. Saints and Brutes. Well, let me illustrate the meaning of this phrase with a parable that I call Drifty. Visualize with me that there is a special place by a gently flowing river where you and Jesus spend time together. Now, as you sit next to Jesus, you can feel his presence, his love, and his peace. You talk to him, and he shares his thoughts with you as you gaze at the slow-moving river. Everything is so good. Everything is as it should be between you and Jesus. But then you get a little restless and move away from Jesus, closer to the edge of the river. The river looks so inviting, so cool and calm. And you look back at Jesus, and he's still in sight. So you say to yourself, well, what can it hurt if I step into the river? And you do, and discover that the water feels cool and somehow calming as it gently swirls around your feet. But just standing in the shallow part doesn't seem satisfying enough. So you step into the deeper water of the river. And as you do, you look back at Jesus, who is on the shore, and you catch a glimpse of him looking at you concerned. I'm okay here, you say to yourself. I can still see Jesus. Soon, standing in the water doesn't seem enough of an experience, so you decide to lay on your back in the water and float for a while. You hazard a glance back to shore to notice that Jesus is now standing, arms outstretched towards you with a very concerned look on his face. But the undulating movement of the water feels so peaceful that you feel no danger. But then you notice that you are drifting further away from the shore. You can still see Jesus standing on the shore, arms extended, concern on his face, but your view is getting dimmer as you drift further down the river. Then you begin to rationalize your decision of leaving the safety of the shore and the presence of Jesus. You say to yourself, I'll just drift for a little while and enjoy the freedom of just drifting. There is really no harm being done. But what you don't realize is that the tranquil river that seems so desirable and benign feeds into a tremendous waterfall with power to crush you to death. As you hear the ear-splitting roar of the water as it crashes down a steep cliff, you glance back to the shore and see Jesus still there, still reaching toward you, eyes focused entirely on you. Suddenly, you begin to swim, putting all your strength and determination into getting back to the shore. Your desire is to get back to Jesus and the peace and the love that you felt before you began to drift away. In your struggle, you get back to the shore. You notice that Jesus is no longer on the shore, but he is in the river with you, giving you his power to get back to the shore safely. Once on the shore, Jesus helps you out of the water, puts a towel around your shoulders, and you both sit on the shore together as before. But this time you are holding tight to Jesus's hand, not wanting to ever drift from him again. So the question that remains is, how do we keep from drifting away from Jesus? 
the author and finisher of our faith. Hebrews 5.14 gives us the how. But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment, trained by constant practice to distinguish between good and evil. In our devotion, Packer reminds us that we should be involved in the spiritual training of our souls through the practice of worship, law-keeping, truthfulness, honesty, disciplining, self-control, and service to God and fellow believers. These activities would classify us, according to Baxter, as saints. But if we neglect or abandon these practices or drift away, there is a downward progression, as Packer illustrates. Conscious atrophies is a sense of shame dries up. One's capacity for truthfulness, loyalty, and honesty is eaten away. One's character disintegrates. Therefore, we become Baxter's brutes and certainly not Christ's image bearers. So when we feel ourselves drifting away from Jesus, when our Bible study and prayer time diminishes, and we become complacent about attending church, let us notice that those things are a sign of drifting, and then make a determined effort to return to the one who gave his life for us so that we can lead an abundant life in fellowship with Jesus. Saints and brutes. Packer says that, Everyone, sooner or later, consciously or unconsciously, opts for one or the other. I know that I want to be on the shore in the presence of Jesus, so let's opt for the saints column and be Christ's image bearers as he intended. Let's pray. Oh God, you know the struggle that we have, our desire for the world to drift away from you and the safety of the shore, but would you please give us the wisdom and the strength the power that only you can give us to stay connected to you, holding your hand, trusting in where you are leading. We love you and we are so grateful for your protection over our lives, over our soul, over our mind, and over our spirit. Please go with us this week. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.